Black to the garden. Mind your herbs like you mind your business Like to the garden like it's eating Can I get a witness? Going hard and now we eating about that health and fitness Health is wealth, work the land Producing natural riches Urban gardens in my hood with spaces limited Had came from ancestors Now we flipping near Irregardless of our set sides and differences We all eat and hunger is our common nemesis So we drilling on the ops with vegetable crops Raised beds of container gardens on rooftops North facing aluminum by sun rays, we eating good like Granny's house on Sundays. In the field with big steel, never tap out. The farmers market popping like a trap house. I'm on the path to liberation, get the maps out. Ain't no business like grow business, we cash out. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Mind Your Herbs podcast. I'm your host Tim. With me, as always, is Big Steel, Big Steel, the Urban Gardener. We also have the lovely and illustrious Erica Plants from Gardening Under Influence. Today we have a very special guest, Mr. Thy Rod and Thy Staff to comfort and correct you, Mr. Two Sticks, Ronald Williams. How you doing today, Ronald? Hey, welcome everyone. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing real well. Thanks for the invite. Hey, no problem. Glad to have you. Yes, sir. First and foremost, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, where you where you're from, all of that. Um, I'm currently uh, I'm currently from uh, South Carolina, born and raised. You know, I'm a country boy, but uh, I'm out here in California. I retired out here uh, from the military after you know like uh, 21 years, and uh, so I made this home. And um, my children are out here with me as well, along with my wife. I have uh, I have all girls. I have three girls. They're all they all they're all grown, and uh, so uh, yeah, that's where I'm, I'm. I'm from. I'm out here in California doing my thing. Hey, that's lovely. You really living the dream. He said he born country boy and moved out west. Go <laughs> <Gold> mines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got stuck out here. I've been out here off and on since um, uh, 1986. Wow. Uh, when, I, when I first got out here and um, when I landed out here, I was like, yep, uh, I was the back of the fields and took California. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow. you, you ever thought about going back to South Carolina or moving back to South Carolina? Hey, you know, I, I, I would, but, um, you know, my town uh, <laughs> back in, uh, back in, uh, I think it was uh, 88. My my town started drying up, man, and all the industry left. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, with that NAFTA thing, right? Yeah. So, uh, when the when 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 uh when the jobs left, the crack came in. Mm. And, you know, crack took over, and you know, and and the town just dried up. You know, it just uh, and there, you know, it's more like a retirement place. Uh, these days, but there's nothing, there, there's no industry there um, or anything like that. So, no, I mean, you know, I, I, I love, I love the South. Just don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But right now, just for uh, me, myself personally, at this point, no, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back at this point. Um, only because I live in a very small, very small town. And you guys, you know, being from the South, you guys know what those those small towns are like when there's no industry. So, yeah, mm-hmm. 
very desolate. Yeah, that's what happened to us. You know, it just dried up. So um, hopefully they can make a rebound. You know, I, I, I don't know. But at the current rate that it's going now, I don't I don't see it. I don't see. It. I can totally right. dig it. So what region in South Carolina were you from? Well, I was up there by uh, Myrtle Beach. Um, oh, OK. Definitely understand. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, not too far from Myrtle Beach. Um, so, you know, back then we had everything. We had legs, pantyhose. We had... Uh, <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all remember that? Russell yeah. Stover's... Russell Stover's... <laughs> can- yeah, Russell Stover's... Russell Stover's Candies. Um, we had... Um, and that was a big, big plant that sent people to college, built home. Um, it did the whole thing for people for over 30, 40 years, you know? Um oh. We had, um, uh, we, man, I think we, man, we had maybe seven major plants. Yeah. And, and unemployment was, there was no such thing as unemployment back then. Right. I'm mm. in Savannah and I've looked at the land in that area, but like you said, there's no industry. And then yeah. every time it floods or hurricane comes through, it's just horrible. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. so since you've retired in California, how have you evolved with your business? Well, um, it was hard, I mean, to start off with, um, because I really, uh, you know, when I retired, I went back overseas. <clears throat> I went to Japan for about three years, and then I came back. Um, mm. And I said, okay, uh, let me do something that, uh, you know, gives me, uh, you know, gardening for me is a, a, a therapeutic um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm when I'm gardening, you you know it's a healing thing for me as well as uh, something that I like to do, right? Right. So um, my thing was to find something that I like to do uh, to put myself into, and also find something that I like to do that I can eventually turn into a business. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the track that I'm on now, turning my love for gardening and what I do with my passion into uh, some type of uh, uh, profitable business. So um, that's, 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 that's what happened to me, mm-hmm. which I would encourage everybody to do, you know, uh, whatever your passion, whether it's gardening or not, you find your passion and then uh, turn your passion into profits, you know, uh, if you can, uh, yeah. because eventually what happens is, man, you know, we live our life, uh, not being fulfilled, you know, yeah, and, and it's not about, uh, it's not about, it is, and it's not, but at some point in your life, you should be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, going to a nine to five that you don't like <laughs> every day is, uh, I, I don't think that's happiness. That's just trying to put the check in the box and make sure that everybody's provided for, which is, which is what you're supposed to do. But right. at some point, you should be striving to be happy. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. while you're doing that, you know, and, and whatever that is, you know, just make sure that you're actually trying to be happy because, you know, tomorrow's not promised. And yeah. um, if you're not making some type of effort to do that, then I don't think we should make, I don't think we should live our whole life and then wait to go to heaven to try to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Why can't yeah. we have our yeah. heaven? Why can't we have our heaven here? You know what I mean? So, you know, and and I think I ahead. think it's supposed to be like the and and like you you said uh um like turning your passion into profit. 
Like if yeah. you consistently working on it, eventually you're gonna get good at it. You know, yep. you're gonna start off kind of kind of on the shaky sucky end, but eventually you're gonna get good, so you can make the money. You know, totally yeah. agree. Yeah. And seeing yeah. like you said about the happiness, I always tell people: imagine if our obituaries put that in percentages. She mm. spent twelve percent of her life happy. That is not a good number for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I definitely, be- imagine. I believe that pan- passion. I said, okay, we work our whole life, right? So let's just say you started out at 25, finally got settled, whatever, right? So you work 30 years, you know, what's that, 55? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, 62 is when you're supposed to get your Social Security. Yep. And, and then you 67 did 67. Yeah. And then you're dead by 70. I mean, what is that? Yeah, you, you, you know what I'm saying. And a lot of times you're stuck in a job you don't like. Yeah. Right. You're just doing it because you got to make a mortgage payment. You got to make a, a car payment. You got to send the kids to school. Uh, you got to have uh, you got to have health insurance. So a lot of that unhappiness is just tied to responsibility, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think everybody should be able to. Uh, be happy for a while, which I'm happy that I'm, you know, I'm in a unique position. I'm At this point in my life, I'm happy, but uh, I wish everybody could be happy, you know, doing what they like to do yeah. or love to do, you know? So As, have you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So have you, what are you growing currently and how has the military helped you with that? Well, you know, <clears throat> currently what I'm growing right now is a lot of greens, um, I have a lot of greens. I have uh, fruit trees. I have um, moringa. I have some medicinal um, items. I have a little bit of uh, everything um, right now. So I do. I do have my pharmacy going, and I do have my garden going at the same time. So oh. I'm growing what I love to eat, and also are growing some medicinal uh, items as well. So it's, a, it's not where I want it to be right now, but I, I eventually want to build a food forest. Yeah. And um, so I can just walk out and just start pulling stuff, you know, and just start eating, right? Or yeah. if it goes wrong, I can uh, 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 go out to my herb garden and pull whatever I need to do to uh, heal myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, eventually, that's my goal, is to have a food forest along with my... Um, my vegetable garden. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. You gotta. A lot of people don't don't know like when you when you have your own medicine, your own food. You look at like I know me. I can only speak for me. I I look at who going to a doctor, not me. I'm finna fix myself. Huh? Ain't finna oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, I'm not. I, I I look at it like this right here. You know, at some point. Uh, you have to come to reckoning to think that, hey, look, man, it's a whole lot of stuff going on in the world. But I can remember as a little boy, I, I we really didn't go to the doctor. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it was castor oil and car liver oil. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, and them things was nasty, but I showed was healthy. Yeah. <laughs> that was the preventive medicine right there. Mm-hmm. You know? That was called pre- a preventive medicine. Yeah, and, you know, mm-hmm. some grits and eggs to line your stomach, you know, make sure that you say that one more time. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to use it came from. Yeah, you know, 
So, um, but now, you know, everything is synthetic. Yeah. Uh-huh. And because it's synthetic, um, you know, you get all kinds of, uh, you get all kinds of things, you know, children are growing up, uh, hitting puberty before they're supposed to hit puberty. Mm-hmm. And, only because of the hormones that they pumping in the stuff. I saw a show one time, man, where they had the chickens. They're stressing the chickens out, man. They had the chickens just uh, packed together, and all they're doing it was feeding the chickens, man. And I saw one chicken, man. I don't know what the what what that was mm. that came out of that 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 chicken coop, man. <laughs> but <laughs> he was he was shot up, man. Mm. He was shot up, and you know, and we are what we eat, right? Definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. So, you know, uh, yeah, that's why we're getting sick. Uh, I seen a show where, no, I seen a TikTok video where someone was washing the washing the fruit that they got from the store and the stuff that came off the fruit. Man, it was just amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Some of the, the the poison that they, you know, that uh, still reside on the fruits and stuff. So. Yeah, it's just one of those things, man, where, you know, sometimes you got to uh, pay attention to what's going on in society. Uh, I, my wife bought some oranges uh, last week, and it didn't even say seedless. Mm. I cut into the oranges, no seeds. Yeah, it's a lot of that going on. I'm like, well, where are the seeds at? Yeah, you know, and that's weird. You know, with with this season has been off. I've been harvesting oranges, y'all, from my orange tree and my lemon tree, and they haven't had any seeds in them. I don't know if it's the mild winter or what, but it's bothering me, too, because I thought I was going to start some new trees. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's like uh, like watermelon. You know, I'm used to the black seeds in the watermelon. I you know get watermelon now, man. The water watermelon got little white seeds. Yeah, and the black seeds got medicinal um, properties to them. So everything is being um things are just not the way they used to be. Um so that's why I say, you know, even when you try to eat right, look how much it costs to eat right. Mm-hmm. You know, it costs nothing to eat bad. Yeah, bad free is cheap. They, they get yeah. away bad food. Yeah, but uh to eat healthy, man, it costs your arm and a leg. That's why I started that's the whole thing about <clears throat> growing your own food. It only costs you a seed, you know. Mm-hmm. You plant a seed, you plant a seed, you get so much back in return. Mm-hmm. Um, your return on investment, right? But if you if you go to the store, and I tell people this, like like if you you planted a, a head of collard greens in a in a in a in a bucket, you could pull from them greens probably for about two years. Mm-hmm. If you just let them grow, hey, it, it ain't gonna die. You know, the right growing conditions, it'll grow. It'll keep growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people pull them up by the roots, but you ain't got to do that. You just you just pick the leaves off of them. You mm-hmm. know, they'll continue to grow, you know. So you get you, you your return is real high when you start doing it yourself. Uh, but if you got to constantly go to the grocery store, they're only going to give you like 10 leaves. That's it. And they're going to charge mm-hmm. your arm and leg for that. Yeah. yeah. And they go if you don't use them, they're gonna spoil in in forty eight hours if you don't use them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we gotta get back to uh saving our, you know, number one, harvesting our food, and then mm-hmm. number two, being able to can our food and preserve yeah. our mm-hmm. food. Um so, you know, just like our grandparents used to do. It's a lost art, you know. Yeah. Uh, but we can revive it. You know, that's that's one of the things that I want I wanna do. 
I want to bring attention back to gardening uh, so that our reliance and our dependence on, you know, grocery stores and stuff like that. I'm not saying that we have to have a grocery store because it's expensive to have a grocery store. Mm -hmm. I see nothing wrong with us having a farmer's market. Right. You know, uh, if you look overseas, you'll see people all the time selling their goods uh, in the market all the time. So mm-hmm. it's a way to create revenue and it's a, it's a way to bring the community back together. And it's a way to feed the community and make, you know, uh, uh, our, our grandparents, our elders, our seniors uh, feed them more healthy food. I mean, they need I mean, just think about all the food force that we have in our community. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, all the land we got, there's blank that nobody's using. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why can't mm-hmm. we put a community garden there? As a community, why can't you do that? As I know in my hometown, we probably got about seven churches. Mm. You know, that's the only industry. That's the only mm-hmm. industry that's booming, right? So I'm saying, okay, with all these churches, you mean tell me you guys don't own not one plot of land to 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 feed the community? You know, it's it's crazy you saying that because you know I was I was just talking to uh, last week the the preacher that has his church across the street. Cause he owns an open field across the street from the church. And I was talking about like, Hey, I was like, yeah, won't you have, let me build you a garden, you know, for the, you know, to help feed the people in the church and stuff. He was like, yeah, but we use that, that lot for um, parking and stuff, extra parking and stuff. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> you know. well, it's up for the people to, uh, the people got to want more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You got to want more. Cause see, here's, here's what I say about mm-hmm. farming. Farming is a way for rehabilitation yeah. for, mm-hmm. our, for our people. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because when our young men get out of jail, what do they have to look forward to? Right. That's true. Nothing. You know, because we don't have, we don't own anything. So it's not like we can send our young men down to the, to the mill to go get a job and, and we hire them. But we can, uh, if we own land, we can always say, hey, you know what? I need you to go get your CDL because I need you to haul these vegetables from uh, South Louisiana down to uh, Baton, uh, to uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? You can create jobs within your own community if you just use the land. Yeah. Sure. You know, let the land be your revenue, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might need somebody to plant trees. You might need somebody to dig ditches. Chop wood. Build houses. Build the community. That's true. That's um that's a way for us to basically mobilize the community around a common cause, you know, mm-hmm. which is food. And you know as well as I do, you know, speaking about Dr. Claude Anderson, you know, the four pillars that you need for a community. Uh, number one, one of the first things that you do when you get up in the morning, you pray, you take care of your private businesses for us, whatever. And then you you go to the refrigerator. You're looking for something to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, right. you're Gotta looking eat. for something to eat. So you need uh, some type of uh, way to feed yourself. That's number one, you know, through supermarkets, uh, farmers markets or what have you. Then a lot of times you can't get loans you can't get loans from banks and stuff like that yeah. from a, a situation. So you need a banking system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number three, you need a, 
a whole, we just need to revise our whole education system. The whole education system. Bags. Just, just, just toe, toe up from the flow up, you know, <laughs> because I was looking at some, a lot of construction that was going on out here in California. And I'm saying to myself, none of our young men have the skill set or children have the skill set to leave high school and go right to work. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because we have what we, a general education. They don't have a trade. You know, they don't have carpentry. They don't have electricians. They don't have plumbers. They don't have HVAC. You know, something that society needs where you can go straight to work. Not saying that that's what you aspire to be, but you need, you at least need to know how to do it. Yeah, right. you know. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. To piggyback off of that, I think a lot of people need to uh, – uh, not thumb their nose at it um, because you make a lot of money doing <laughs> HVAC yeah. uh, and electric and plumbing and carpentry. You can make a lot of money and not start off in debt. You starting off, you starting off making money. You know, yeah, yeah man. I, I think I read somewhere where a master plumber who make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, yeah, I, I read that somewhere. That's, I'm like, no education, no no degree. Like, yeah, going. You know, you a, lot, get a lot of times uh, we got our children food. You know, that stuff just means. I mean, I got awards. I got a whole lot of wars, man, you know, from the military. They sitting in a footlocker. They don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They sitting, yeah, they, I mean, you know, they, they, you know, that's for somebody to say, you know, you know, it's just bragging rights. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, status don't, status don't uh, put, put money in your pocket, man. You know? Right. Uh, it's just one of those things where we got our children, you know, you got to educate your own children, okay? That, that's yes. pretty much. Facts. And then you can develop the curriculum for your children. Hello, mm-hmm. I do. You that. know, <laughs> so if, if if you're not educating your own children, then you know, hey. And then the other thing is, you know, that last one is, you know, do you have the ability to heal your community? Do you have your own uh, medical facility? Whether it be a clinic, whether it be whatever, whatever, how small, it doesn't matter. Do you have the ability to 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 take care of your people medically? So uh, I was just picking off uh, piggybacking off of Dr. Claude Anderson. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much what he said. Those are the four pillars. And ag- agriculture is one of those things. So, uh, you know, that's why I say, you know, when you have to guard, you have to treat those uh, institutions like, you know, they're sacred. Um, but right now we're, we 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 don't man. You start saying something about farming, man. The first thing black people think about is slavery. Yeah, yep. always. You know, yep. you say something about, hey man, you need to grow some cotton. I ain't picking no <laughs> cotton. I ain't doing. It. Well, well, how you gonna get your clothes, man? Yeah. You know, you got to raise. You get uh, cotton is how you get. You know, get certain your material. And mm-hmm. wool, you need you need land to get the the sheep, the wool from the sheep. I mean, how you plan on doing what you're doing? So that's why it's important that we get back to the land. We get back to that. You know, slavery is just one of those things that, you know, hey, the, the most high uh, uh, put us in and, you know, we have to endure it. But at the same time, don't run away from the land. Run to it. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, he brought us through it. He didn't just bring us to it so we can suffer and all of that, you know? Yeah. We, we yeah I, I mean, it's one of those things, man, we gave up. In the 60s, uh, uh, you know, with the civil rights, you know, uh, we gave up our self. 
Do just you, to integrate. Yeah, you know? yeah, I was just about to ask you that. Do you do you think integration hurt us more than it helped us? Oh man, integration. It wasn't integration that hurt us. It's our thought press, our thought process about integration. Yeah. We could, I mean, it's a lot of communities that are integrated, but they are separated at the same time. You know, Chinese, they integrate into our society, but they also mm-hmm. have Chinatown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, true. So we didn't have to give up our institutions. We gave it up. We gave up yeah. our schools. We gave it, we ourselves gave that up. Nobody took that away from us, contrary to popular belief, you know. We as a people said we wanted to integrate fully and we just disregarded everything that we had. Yeah. I heard somebody say, hey, we were sending people to the moon or to space and we weren't even integrated. Yeah. You know, we was learning out a little 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 hole in the walls. Mm-hmm. Little mm-hmm. churches, we were teaching our people out of little holes in the wall and still sending man to, to space. Still inventing the gas mask, still inventing the traffic light, still inventing all things that society used today, we invented coming out of slavery. Mm-hmm. Because at one time, we had the number one uh, skill set in America. That's why they invented unions. You know, unions was invented for the other people who didn't have the skill set mm. to keep us out. And they set aside those jobs for them, not, not for us. You know, because we, we were too skilled, you know. Look at the blacksmith, what he did. Look at the White House. All you got to look, look at the White House. We built that. Yeah, that's true. Build, you know, a lot of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. But to you get back to what I was saying, you know, it's the, it's the land that gives us uh, strength. And if we don't get back to the land, you know, I, I don't, I don't see any, I don't see us going forward as a people because that's the only thing that we can basically rally around at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, that's the rallying, you know, the rallying point. Uh, not so much medical and all that other stuff because you need land to do the medical anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, so especially if you're going to go a holistic point of view, um, you know, from a natural point of view, you're going to need land to grow ginger. You're going to need land to grow um, all those herbs and, you know, whatever it is that you, you have. So um, I'm just thinking about the brothers that and sisters coming, you know, from prison that need something to do. And they can always go into medicine, but it don't have to necessarily be uh, your traditional medicine. It could be herbalist. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know. Um, you could be a doctor in herbs. You know, you go to any other society, what you got? You got a doctor who uh, basically uh, used traditional medicine and not necessarily uh, uh, synthetic synthetic drugs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's what I thought, man. I, I, I just think that we need to... Uh, humble ourselves and get back to, you know, the basics. Yeah. I definitely agree, man. I, I definitely that's, agree. That's it. You said, you said a very key word, humble. A lot of people, you know, we, we get so caught up in uh, being the CEO or the boss and blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and making all this money and not thinking about all the work that's involved. Yeah. In it's it. a lot of work. You know, I, I love to say that, you know, we, 
we love the Mercedes, but we don't respect the work it took to get the Mercedes. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how it be. Like, yeah. we, don't, we don't respect the work that it took to get that Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, we, we see sure. the person that, that's at the like at basically at the finish line, and we thinking we supposed to be there too, and we we didn't even run. Mm-hmm. I put in yeah, that work. I, I mean, we just we just raising our kids differently uh, these days. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm reminded of something my brother told me. My brother told me years ago. Uh, he's he's a letter carrier, mm-hmm. and uh, he said he was delivering mail. And this young 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 black child came up to him and said, "Hey, Mister Postman, where is my mama check?" <laughs> and that floored me, man. I said, "You mean tell me?" We got our young black men, our babies, thinking that money comes from a guy that's walking around putting mail in a mailbox. <laughs> right. And on top of that, the idea that you are young enough but asking at this level for your mom, we would have never relayed a message. Oh, no. Not like that. <laughs> Boy, man, that's crazy. And sit down and shut up. <laughs> Stay in a child's I mean, place. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, that's crazy, though. Yeah. That that is that that show you just how far from the path we've fallen. Even with our children, for our children to be able to, you know, operate on that level. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 kind of sad. So, you know, a lot goes with a lot goes with that because if you got the land, land is a a teaching uh mechanism. It teaches you a lot, you know, hard work, you know, uh accountability you know um uh, uh, one of the first things a man got to be able to do is provide for his family you know right and i keep telling people man i said you know i said man let me explain something to you about about the animal kingdom don't you know you can't even mate in the animal kingdom if you can't take care of nobody Mm. you see what i'm saying you i mean you got to be one of those guys you know, that that can basically take care of family before you can even have a family. Yeah. You know, you just don't roll up into no situation where uh you know you you all of a sudden you 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 you, you producing but you ain't producing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you making a whole lot of babies but you ain't taking care of, you know. So that's where we get back to the land. You know, it's a teaching, it's a teaching thing, man. It teach you how to provide for your family. One of the first things you gotta be able to do is provide for your family. You gotta be able to feed the kids. Now, how you gonna feed the kids? You mean to tell me if the government cut us off, we can't provide as a people? Yeah. That's the way they want it though. The way they want that, it. That's sad. In every want and need and every aspect of life, you mean to tell me if the government is not providing, we can't survive. And that's that, and that's how it shapes up when you don't when you're not working the land. Mm. Correct. Damn sure right about that. Because this year my goals are, I know it shows my age. Maybe I need to know how to make soap. Me too. <laughs> I want to learn how to yeah. do that too. Yeah, I was just I thinking about that the other day. Like, what's that thing they call loofah and uh? Yeah, growing loofahs definitely on my list this year. And uh, there's a, a soap plant. The, sh- the a- shampoo ginger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I I seen that. You know, I mean stuff like that, man. You know, <laughs> just uh, the 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 
the regular, like if stuff hit the fan right now, what would you do? Right. Right. And I had a stuff for most of it because you can use banana leaves and all, but I just right. want to make it whole. I want to right. be able that if everything hits the fan, my family is still good, period. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. True. Absolutely. I don't want right. to be on news fighting for toilet paper, okay? Yeah, me <laughs> right. <laughs> Shooting people over a bag of ice and stuff like that. None of that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Hurricane Katrina happened. I was in um, I was in college in Jackson, Mississippi, and um, I remember uh, a man getting shot over a bag of ice because everything was so hostile. They ain't mm-hmm. no way to get their food from. Everything was cold. Yeah. Like, I was there. I was you there. You was yeah, I was there. I was, I was I was stationed in New Orleans at the time. Oh man! And, uh, they had uh, black water running around. I, I was I had to go back. I had to. Uh, I was the logistics uh, aspects of it and uh, security for our uh, our base. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it was crazy. You know, we flew back from, we evacuated first and then we flew back to, uh, we flew back to uh, New Orleans on helicopters. And it was just, uh, it was just interesting, man. It was just interesting to see when you get flatlined, like when you yeah. get like totally wiped out, you know, what, what will you do? Mm-hmm. And the helplessness of the people. And I remember when Soledad O'Brien said, nobody's coming to save you. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she said, you got to save yourself. And bro, that was the, the truest thing that anybody ever said that like was true, true. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, we all we in this thing, man. Every man for himself. I mean, and believe it or not, when people get desperate, they turn into mm. animals, dog. They turn That's into so true. Like, yeah. They turn into like the, that. The whole nature change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so true. Uh, and to see people like that, man, becomes the survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. But wh- why we gotta wait to the last minute though for something to happen? Mm-hmm. You know why can't we spread that word now? You know, prepare, prepare, prepare. Uh. You know, grow your own food, grow, you know, not to scare anybody, but just to say, hey, man, you know, will not you just plant you a bucket of greens and see what happens? Right. right. Especially in this season right now. Like people look at me and think I'm a crazy prepper. No, I'm prepared. I'm an army brat. We was raised on preparedness at all times. And so it's important that you grow because you're looking at the inflation prices right now. Yes. People are not able to buy groceries as they as they could at this point you're going to be an involuntary vegan even if you like meat if you don't have the money yeah that's true oh yeah because you can't you can't afford it yeah you know so growing you're be looking for beans and beans and rice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's so true well mr tim what's the strand of the day the strand of today is brought to you by cardinal city cultivation and it is sunshine also known as sunshine og it's a sativa dominant strain made from crossing Kim Dog and Sunshine Daydream. You can expect sunshine to deliver blissful, happy, and uplifting effects even on the darkest days. This strain offers fruity citrus flavors with tropical undertones. Uh, definitely get you some sunshine <laughs> for some sunshine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the herb of the day brought to you by Burning Herbs is Blue Skull Cap. Is used for therapy for anxiety, helps with nervous tension, can help protect against 
neuro neurological disorders such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Wow. Um, and the house plan of the day, see in the theme of winter, our house plan today will be a Meyer lemon tree. The lemon will reduce the pH levels of in your stomach. It's also good for soothing your throat. It helps with weight loss, weight loss and digestion, and it boosts your mood as well as supporting and strengthening your immune system. And that's brought to you by Gardening Under the Influence. Let's go. All right. Well, Mr. Two Sticks, where can everyone find you at? Well, uh, everybody can find me. I primarily hang out on TikTok, and uh, it's uh, Two Sticks Gardens. And uh, that's my handle there. And uh, also, I have a... I'm not on there that quite often, but um, YouTube, I did start a channel on YouTube, which I'll probably be going back to as well. And also can be found on uh, uh, Facebook under under my uh, under my my birth name, Ronald Williams. So um, that's where they can find me. They can find me on TikTok at Mr. Uh, at Two Sticks Gardens and they can find me on YouTube under uh, uh, Two Sticks. And also they can find me on Facebook under my uh, birth name, Ronald Williams. Got it. Well, definitely thank you for your time and blessing everyone with your presence. It's been a great episode. Well, hey, thank thank you very much for the invite. I'm, I'm glad that uh, uh, you gave me the opportunity to speak on, on your, in your podcast. And thank you, Tim, and thank you, Erica, as well. You're welcome. Thank you for your Thank time. You. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next time on the Mind Your Urge podcast. All right. Thank you, sir. Everybody be blessed and be well. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Got my hands in this rich black soil. Breaking ground for a kingdom that's royal. Be fruitful and multiply that's word. I'm in the garden just minding my urge. Tell the said that we reap what we sow. Planting heirloom seeds, watch them grow. Love talk, we taking action like birds. Be the family, hope you mind your herd. Uh.